getting your hands dirty with paint, gardening, cleaning, and downright perfecting your home to save some dollars is all part of the process of getting your home ready for sale. But when should we realize we don't know what we're doing and should leave it to the professionals? As Easter is here, today's episode is all about DIY renovating. We can do over the four day weekend and planning ahead if we need to get the professionals in. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langeter. Husband and wife team Michelle and Dean Davis, founders of Enco Property, a Bayside-based property styling and maintenance company, are in today to talk to us about DIY renovating over the Easter period. Emco Property services the Bayside Corridor and have been around since 2016. Michelle is an experienced stylist and Dean a qualified electrician and registered builder. Together they make Emco Property a one-stop pre-sale property presentation service providing furniture hire, professional styling, trade and renovating services, as well as interior design, Welcome, Dean and Michelle. Yay. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Dean and Michelle, how did you come up with the idea of Emco Property? We started dating for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And Michelle was an interior designer. And I had been doing um, pre-sale renovation trade and, and electrical works within a, a company um, before Emco Property. And yeah, we started going through exactly what uh, Michelle did, and that was the, um, the styling for to get a house ready for sale. And I said I'd been doing a lot of um, trade works um, leading up, you know, to that point where the stylist comes in. I said, let's just do it together. We should do it together. So we started brainstorming. You know, how much it costs, where do you get a warehouse, what's involved. And we've got family um, in, in porting, which was a great benefit for us to get furniture in because that's a huge yeah, part of styling. Time, mm. um, and um, MCO Property started to... Um, yeah, um, we joined forces. Yeah, we've joined. Evolve. Evolve, yes. yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So we found a great place in Moorabbin, which is where we, we live, mm-hmm. um, and um, in the Bayside area, which um, we've always worked in. So it just kind of worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. awesome. All right. And it's still kicking goals. Yeah, yeah. sounds great. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Now, now to our topic, um, you know, Easter is a four-day weekend, so it's a, it's a good four-day break for people to be able to do things to their property. Um, what would you suggest would be the best things to attend to over the four days to, I guess, maximise sure. the value of your home and that kind of thing? Well, from, I guess, uh, a styling presenting your home styling perspective decluttering is a really good one to do um you know just sort of packing up all your bits and pieces and that you're not going to need um sort of clearing out a lot of the rooms um that can really be quite helpful getting a skip and just sort of you know turfing some things that you don't need anymore it's just a really good way to start getting yourself organized yeah yeah absolutely what would be most people's limits or what would be acceptable to do when it comes to DIY renovating? So if we said painting, could people do it themselves generally? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think um, over the Easter break, um, it's a great opportunity for people to get their hands dirty on some of those um, 
easier trade tasks like painting and and landscaping and yeah. um, you know l- little repairs that they've lived with for such a long time and and kind of have that time now to um, you know go down to Bunnings or their local hardware and ad- address them. Yeah. There's a lot of those little repairs that people look at. Um, as a huge mountain yes. and often there's a simple solution and that's one thing that I've found quite rewarding when working with um, people that are either about to get their house ready for sale or for a rental yeah. or they just want to do some repairs. Yeah. it's They're shocked by like, what, it's that simple. Yeah. And then sometimes obviously there's things that should be done um, you know, maybe the right way and are longer or more expensive and yeah. there's a shock there too. Yes. But, um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, those little – I, I like, love thinking about those little kind of fixes where it's just such a simple solution and it's like, yeah. And it takes and it's, so much. Yeah, low yeah. dollars, yeah, uh, low effort, but they've been living with, um, I guess, that issue for a long time and it's just such a simple fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is good. Mm. Um, so do you think people sh- should tackle things like plumbing and electrical things? I think plumbing and electrical, they're licensed trades. Um, You can obviously um, cause a lot of damage to your property um, on the plumbing side of things Mm. if you've got a leaking tap or something like that in the roof or behind a wall. So no washer changes? (laughs) You could probably do a washer change, but that's probably the limit, I'd say. Um, I think... Yeah, and it's licensed for a reason, and getting a, a licensed plumber's in always is is the right idea. And yeah. um, if the uh, you know works are significant, they'll provide a um, plumbing certificate as well, so you have the peace of mind yeah. um, for insurances as yeah. well. Electri- but, yeah, some of those plumbing electrical things don't necessarily need to be done for the sale. They can be sort of done after the sale, yeah. do you think, or not? Or- um, well, often with the plumbing, um, if it is a, a washer or a downpipe that's yeah. broken or something like that. You, you do want to fix that drip, don't you? You just want inspections to- like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> inspections yeah. and it's just good to get it done really yeah. Um, yeah whether it's for sale often um you know the little plumbing repairs they don't exactly add value they just don't devalue the property yeah so whether it's a rusted gutter and mm. it's just good to have you know sound plumbing at the property yeah. and the reality is most people would see a rusty gutter and go okay what else is wrong with the house so if yeah. you fix it yeah it's it's out of sight out of mind correct yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. So how about tiling and grouting? Um, yeah, t- tiling um, is a tricky one. Um, a lot of I've seen a lot of people um, attempt the tiling, and um, you've got to take your time with it mm. um, and lay the tiles correctly. Otherwise, around all of the edges, um, if it's not done right, it can be like little sharp points, whether mm. it's on your foot or on your hand on the walls. Mm. So I would suggest getting a tiler in. But if you have um, ex- an existing bathroom and you just want to, you know, perhaps maybe repair the grouting or mm. rejuvenate the grouting, that's, mm. that's something we do a lot of, where we um, score the grout with a Stanley knife and then do a skim coat of new grout and that can be a really um, simple effective um, way to just give the bathroom a bit of a lift Mm. nice do you think uh, installing things like new appliances and ceiling fans and ovens and that kind of thing might be something that people could do themselves or Um, not really because those things um, obviously trigger um, plumbing or um, electrical so yeah, a ceiling fan perhaps in a bathroom where it's um, a plug-in some appliances are plug-in um, but as soon as it gets to that kind of um, hardwired electrical appliance whether it be Cut a hole in the roof and yeah it becomes that electrical it's the next level it's the next level yeah you only got one shot one shot yeah. yeah. Um, how about those who love to add a new deck to the back or 
when you start um, thinking, you know, you've got four days over Easter and you can potentially, you know, extend the deck or add some decking and things like that, um, often um, it might be difficult to achieve it over the, in, the in Easter four days. break in four days, <laughs> um, unless you're on the block. How many days would a deck typically take, do you think? Um, look, if someone was doing a deck for themselves and they are building perhaps maybe a, a five by five metre deck, um, I think it would probably take at least a good three to four weekends. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, yeah, they don't do it all the time. Um, they may be... Um, I've obviously got um, you know, life commitments and daily commitments, so um, the amount of time they can put into it would um, be limited, even over the weekend, and then having the right tools, etc. So, yeah, I reckon about five weeks. Um, and that, that could be set up as, you know, clearing the area one week, the following week getting all the materials and doing the stumps and subfloor, and then the third week doing all of the um, decking, yeah, the, the decking yeah. um, and then the hand railing and then oiling at the following. So yeah. if you don't put yourself under a lot of pressure to have it all done in four days, it could probably be quite rewarding. Yeah, definitely. How about the hanging doors and, and new door furniture? Do you think that's something someone could do themselves? Yeah, I, definitely. Um, we often replace door handles throughout mm. a property. So, mm. you know, there's a lot of little accessories around the house, whether it's um, a door handle or a knob or a cupboard knob or yeah. a towel rail in a bathroom. Just simply replacing it can add a lot of value. Yeah. Just refreshing it. Refreshing it, yeah. yeah. Something a bit more stylish than the 60s. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Brass. Yeah, 70s orange. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you think um, preparing a house for a sale, it's a good idea to do like the door furniture and all that kind of thing right throughout the house? Do you feel like that would be a maybe this is one for you, Michelle? Yeah, right. Is that I th- a cheap, good way to you know up upgrade? Yeah, yeah. It, it can be. I mean, changing the the door handles etc can be a way that you can make a house a little bit more contemporary but if you're going to do well, my advice is if you're going to do it on one or two doors then you need to do it the right, whole way through because consistency is really important when you're doing something like that mm. as well yeah. but yeah, yeah. Good, good same, idea. same story basically for light shades and yeah. all those types of exactly relatively simple things to replace yeah, yeah. Just keep it going through. Make sure you're doing it for the whole house. That's the main point. Yeah, yeah. so you've got to probably count them up first before you make the decision to do it because yeah. the number yeah. can creep up a little bit. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, fair enough. Yeah. Um, at what stage should we be contacting a property styling company or maintenance trades? Timing's a bit different for both of us. So, yeah. okay. so from a trades perspective, we often come in two to three weeks prior to the styling. Um, So often um, it could be five weeks before, say, photos. Mm. Um, You would be engaging in real estate, talking to um, property presentation companies, getting quotes, and then starting the work. So sometimes properties only need a week's worth of work. Um, If it's a bit more extensive, it can be up to three weeks. Mm. I'd say about five weeks out from photos, you really want to start getting trades in. Takes away the stress as well. Yeah, and how about styling? So styling is a shorter time frame. Mm. Um, We can come in, we do come into some houses, you know, maybe a week or two weeks before, Mm -hmm. and then we're in, you know, sort of the next week doing what we need to do. I I do feel that sort of time frame is a little bit better because everything's still quite fresh in your head because we'll be giving you a report of, you know, what we declutter and what we do. If you get us in too early, it kind of... You know, people tend to forget what you're forget actually doing. Forget and what yeah. was she talking about here and yeah. all that sort of thing. So, yeah, feel like you end up having to do that whole session again. Yeah, we go, we, the, yeah, if we do yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. so best thing. kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. if you're deciding to sell, think you know, three months ahead essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, to make sure that everything's done. Because yeah. there's a lot of houses we go to that, you know, oh, we only decided last week. Don't, yeah. That happens you know, a lot. That happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to yesterday. <laughs> and you can still get a lot done in a short period of time. Like a lot, a lot of people, they're in that position for yeah. some reason, uh, whether it's... They've bought something off the cuff. And, yeah, yeah, correct. They've too. gone. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. And then the next week they're selling, and then it's like you get in on Monday, and we've got photos on Friday. And, yeah. and often those people will do a lot of those cosmetic changes, like the door handles, um, you know, a lot of cleaning, um, you yeah. know, mulching, and you're just really focusing on those cosmetic changes, mm. storage, styling. Yeah. Uh, those things are really storage important in that thing. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah storage is. Yeah, it's a, I, when I go through houses, I always tell people, you know, selling your home is moving twice. It's sort of mm-hmm. you you move to get rid of everything you don't need yep. and it's a good cleansing decluttering kind of it is. Yeah. Um, section of it and then you do the other second half of the move when you actually move out of house yep. yeah so yep. it actually reduces the stress i think knowing that you're doing part of it at yeah. one stage and the second part you've almost half mm. moved yeah <laughs> before you yeah yeah, yeah. which is good what type of work would you need to a certificate of compliance and would they need to be presented in your section 32 Contract when selling your home. So all electrical work and plumbing work really needs a, a certificate of compliance. Yeah. Um, they can be included into a Section 32, but uh, the major one would be if you've recently done a bathroom um, renovation or, or a, um, a kitchen renovation, to have that certificate submitted into the th- Section 32. It would, um, it's By law, you probably need to do it because a, a builder needs to cover off for 10 years under their warranty, but also um, it would give the potential buyers um, a lot of confidence that that documentation's yeah. in there. And I think for those sort of things, you need a building permit for anyway, don't you? So you need to have some sort of council S- piece of paper. Sometimes... Um, you don't need a building permit if it's just refreshing a bathroom okay. or a kitchen, um, but um, because it's gone through um, a builder's warranty insurance, mm. that's the 10-year um, yeah, warranty that you get yeah, yeah. Uh, in the contract. So. Okay, sounds good. Um, if you need to get things in a hurry but the jobs are too small, um, you usually hear about trades who are fitted in for, you know, when they're ready, in, bet- you know, in between their major jobs, I guess. Um, what type of services uh, are out there for sellers to find something to do the small stuff, yep. ensuring it's done properly as well, yep. uh, you know, professionally? Yeah. Is I that where you guys come in? <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of it small is, yeah. jobs. Our company um, is a one-stop shop and we have tradespeople employed on wages. So one of the strengths of a one-stop shop that has their trade um, crew on wages is that we can be really responsive and get out to small jobs. Um, a lot of real estate agents, vendors, they need things done straight away. You know, they may have an opening on a Thursday and something's just come up on the Wednesday night and we're out there Thursday morning. So I would suggest working in with a one-stop shop that has a trade through on wages basically means that you can be quite versatile um, and responsive quickly. Yep, makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. You hear of a lot of stories of people saying, oh, my you know, mate, you know, Bob the electrician, he, you know, he's been doing my work for ages, la da da mm. and, uh, you know, Bob, you know, you want a couple of, you know, downlights put in and, yeah. It's hard to get on to Bob. It's hard to get on to Bob. Yeah. It might be done sometime in the next four months. Yeah. And you hear a lot of those stories. And 
and especially during a sale period where you've got stresses about um, timelines and yes you know the neighbor or a close friend can do the lights and and often um, it makes rates as such you know I'm sure your mom has problems with Dean yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hold it. Me. <laughs> I know. I just want that light bulb. Yeah, yeah. when's he coming yeah. back? Yeah. 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 yeah, so yeah, a bit yeah. of peace of mind that there's. Yeah. yeah, are there any services that we should be wary of? I think um, getting your house ready for sale, like you want to bring in all services you possibly can to help you, but I think finding the right services to provide you a, a product and a service for your outcome of getting your house ready for sale, there's often um, fewer tradespeople. So there's there's builders and carpenters, and then there's guys that kind of just do handyman work for pre-sale renovation. So talking with the agent, they're going to have a lot of um, guys on their books. Yep. Um, and if they can um, you know, refer you to people, it's often because they're using them regularly in their line of business, which is technically your outcome, uh, your line or your interest. Yeah, and and basically don't rely on your friends and family who are in those trades because they won't understand the timeline. What's the standard time frame you work with from um, getting the phone call to uh, to get a quote to getting everything finished? Varies, <laughs> varies. Yeah, yeah. 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 three months. We should yeah. have at least three months from auction yeah. date to essentially, if we're doing this Easter and you're getting everything ready to get you guys in. Mm-hmm. Often that happens in blocks, though. There's, looking yeah. June, you're looking like a June or July auction, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it can be, though, like there's, we were just talking um, in the office this week about the, the cycle number two that we're, mm. we're about to finish, and that's just leading up to um, to Easter. So yeah. we're thinking, okay, if, you know, just before Easter, you were auctioning, yeah. take back four weeks for opens, yeah. a week and a half for photos, yeah. and then another four weeks because you're doing trade. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's those three months and that's yeah. now for us so mm. we we often find that we're doing like we're really busy yeah and then agents in in th- two months time are really busy but it's the same work Look, but we're just yeah. at the start and they're at the end yeah um so it's really interesting to see that dynamic yeah and we're the same we sort of said we're, we're four weeks before an auction mm. yeah and so right so, as the stylist is finishing oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no pressure yeah. yes <laughs> i do yeah, yeah. so i'm um, done in a minute yeah so Four weeks, four weeks to Labor Day this week. Yeah. So it's quiet. And then, yeah. and then I think four weeks goes again. to Easter, I think, after that. Mm. Mm. There's school holidays in there as well. Mm. Yeah. And that's where it all gets. Yeah. That's right. It's busy for us. Oh, isn't it? For it is. Because it's like yep. big ups and downs. Anyway. So what areas of your home should you really invest your money in? Um, it's a good point, actually. It is an investment decision. Yes. Um, so sometimes people can um, look at their home and they've been living in it for a long time and um, emotions can get in the way of the things that they really want to do yeah. um, while they're living there. But you're right, it is an investment decision. So when um, Michelle and I do our um, consultation and walk through, we're often picking out things that are either a repair, like perhaps maybe a, a rusted downpipe or a loose tap washer or a broken handle. Once fixed, no one knows, but it's repaired and it doesn't devalue the property. Mm-hmm. But then we also go through and look at a whole lot of emotional pulls, which could be a feature light at the front mm. patio, um, you know, perhaps maybe um, some new carpet and things like that, yeah. that are just little features that um, draw emotion. Mm. Um and, and show off the property as a well-maintained house. Yeah. So it's mm. a good point, yeah, having mm. the emotional side as well as the physical side. Definitely. Things that us 
copywriters and photographers don't really look at, do they? <laughs> is there anything that you feel isn't worth spending the time or money on? It's a tricky question. Nice big. What do Cutting. what do people <laughs> ask you for that you think? That's silly. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot in the garden, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, good Like call. they want to sort of, you know, plant these big, you know, elaborate. Feature plants. Feature sort of, plants. Feature yeah. plants can be great. Mm. But. But. Mm. But you don't <laughs> want to um, fully landscape. Yeah. 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 You need to fully landscape your, your property. Like leaving um, some of the landscaping areas a bit sparse for the new owner is actually probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. just and, keeping um, it more neat and Tidy. Trim and pruned yeah. and tidy is really, yeah. you so, don't have to go overboard in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, they tend to overcapitalize in that area. Well, they think they need to. Um, and we often say, that's okay, just, you know, mulching some small green plants. You know, yeah. perhaps maybe um, if you're getting onto it earlier, you can just put some grass seed down mm-hmm. as opposed to the new turf, which looks fantastic. I mean, and a, a landscape garden looks brilliant, and mm-hmm. some properties do need that, mm-hmm. and then some other properties don't need that. But um, people often find it or vendors or owners of property find it hard to work out, am I someone that needs the fully landscaped garden yeah. or am I someone that can get away with just mm. having it really neat? Yeah. Mm. The, the question they should be asking themselves then is, should we, if we've got that money to spend and we want to put it into the garden, mm. should we be putting mm. it into the house instead and can we lift the value up more mm. by yeah. doing yeah. something? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a question of getting more established plants or less established plants because that's yeah. what the big dollars are in mm. landscape. Yeah, established is quite expensive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it can get it can yeah. add up quite yeah. quickly. So yeah. some of the basic yeah. landscape jobs we would do would be you know spraying. Um, Paling fences to kind of frame mm. the property in like a, a darker black color. Yeah. A lot of mulching we do, and um, a, a lot of turf and just basic plants. Yeah, you know, just those ingredients really yeah. finish off um, a property's exterior. Yeah. See, yeah, fences make the green pop. They like, do. Yeah, yep. it's amazing how mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what circumstances like if it's raining or sunshine, you, mm. you see the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. and that's what you want. It you makes want. a big difference. Yeah. Frames of property. Something to nice to look out to. Yeah. Yes. Makes good photos as well. <laughs> it does. Mm. Often people feel that if they um, fully renovate their kitchen um, or bath or, or a bathroom, um, that's what they need to do. In actual fact, you want to really spend your dollars evenly, and we touched on it earlier, from the front letterbox to the rear fence, and everything needs to come up balanced at the one level. If you do a really brand new kitchen, but the bathroom's completely dated, it gives this emotional kind of roller coaster, and it actually doesn't really add the value that you think it's adding. So I always say to owners that are about to sell is, where's our budget kind of sit and let's spread yeah. this across all trades. And, yeah. and and when you go into that pre-sale renovation mindset with a budget and you know you're going to spend it across all of these trades, yeah. you won't have these blowouts where you over-invest. Mm. Then there's pressure to the agent because you've spent more, you, you need yeah. to you know get Make back more. more. Mm. And there's you know, pressure on yourself. Yeah. So having a clear understanding of, of the budget across the job is definitely um, yeah. critical. Yeah. Well, what's the cheapest, biggest impact like, would it be painting the whole area? Yeah, painting a fresh Seems coat of paint. Seems to be when I said Do you know why? Yeah. It's yeah. a really a good painting. one. Yeah. Making sure all the light glo- globes are the same colour. Mm. Yeah, uh, I that's agree. a cheap well, way. Well, that's a good one. I should be bringing yeah. that one up. Yeah. You should bring it. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the same colour. Make sure. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a huge Get one, actually. fresh ones for every single light. For your yeah. photography people? Yes. Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of people going to the um, the cooler white colours, not the warm white, yeah. as, as the modern houses and townhouses, yeah. etc. 
Um, but when you see that yellow light against a white light, yeah. whether it's in a bathroom or a bedroom, it can be quite off-putting. Yeah. yeah, especially yeah, especially the really warm and then the really cool lights mm. almost in the same room yeah. and stuff. Yep. 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 You've got to be onto it. Yep. yep. Definitely. Uh, what are some of the benefits of getting your home professionally styled, Michelle? Oh, gosh, there's a few. <laughs> so I guess it probably starting from the start it's a first impression um so you know your internet your marketing photos and the board that's out the front of your house that's sort of what people are seeing first up um so you really want to be making a good first impression that way yep um in terms of your inspections when people are coming through your home it's sort of giving them a really good visual of how they could be living in in this house um a lot of people do struggle to sort of visualise what a room could look like if it's just empty. They don't really know how they could use it and how can everything sit and how's it going to work. Yeah. Um, it's also, you know, a, an advantage because people actually spend more time in a house if, if it's furnished. If it's an empty house, generally they're just sort of looking at empty rooms. They're not going to take as long in the yeah. home to sort of take it all in and really have a look around it, yeah. you know. And it, it also gives them an idea of... Um, like how many beds you can fit into, or how big a bed yeah. you can fit into the space. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, how big's your living area? Yeah. How what can you fit? Because when, it, when it's empty, you see this room, you go, like, oh yeah, that well, that one, a single bed might fit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when you throw a double bed in there, and, it works. Yeah, and, and mm. small beds on the Yeah. Yeah, you're really just sort of guiding someone <laughs> yeah. through the house as to how this can how they how can work for you. Yeah. Yeah, they can definitely get an emotional connection, can't they? Like yeah. it's chalk and cheese, I see it with when yeah. I'm taking photographs as well. Like it's yeah, a vacant place compared to I'll I'll come in and take a vacant place. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll just it's not working. Like mm. maybe the listing's not working, it's been on the market for a while. Yeah. Then they'll come in and get you guys in to do the furniture. Yeah. And then I'll take those photographs and the before and afters it's yeah. yeah, it so does help the sale. Yeah. It speeds it up for yeah, sure. Yeah. But it also yeah. helps hide little things that you want to hide. It does. Oh, that's another that little trick. Exactly. You might have, you know, not changed the carpet or the colour might not be the ideal colour that you want, yeah. but you're sort of that's not all you're looking at. You're sort of yeah. looking at the whole the whole picture instead, yeah. which yeah. can really help you sell your house. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, do you have yeah. any stories about people who have tried to DIY and failed? <laughs> and got you in over to you, Dana. Often people fail on how long things are going to take. Yeah. So often people say, like, we'll come through, potentially go, we'll do a whole report um, and there'll be 20 items they need to do and they'll say, okay, I'll do, you know, 10 of those or, or 15 yeah. of those items. And that's great, and it's yeah. it's um, it's a help. It's a help. Yeah. But often they've got a photo deadline too, and the time between them saying they're going to do those works and photos, where I guess the failure is, is not that they couldn't do those works. Yeah. It's just the timelines. Yeah. So that we see that actually quite a lot, and then towards. Um, you know, the end of the, the trade period closer to photos, there's often a lot of panic yeah. and you, know, you just do it. So yeah. if anything, I would say if you are going to take on certain tasks, be realistic about what you can take on. Yeah. Now, you are selling your biggest investment, yeah. so investing some dollars um, to get back, um, you know, on your biggest investment yeah. works well. Definitely. <laughs> nah, Any shockers? Like I know I've been to some houses where... You know, they've put all their stuff, they've cleaned out the inside and they've put all their stuff on the outside veranda, mm. thinking they're taking internal photos and forgot about the external oh, photos. No. Yeah, yeah, that okay. happens actually. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, I, I think the failure um, is potentially not presenting your home to its fullest potential. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, you hear a lot of stories about um, people that haven't decluttered and it shows the house off in a poor light. Yeah. And then those things don't really cost any money. It's time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I you've only really got one on. shot, so yeah, you've just do it right. To, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you need yeah. to get someone in to, you know, get some Help things you. up, you don't have time. Well, it's amazing how many people we speak to who go, "Oh, we're just testing the market." It's, mm-hmm. It's, it depends on the years and years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. some is different. Yeah, but just testing the market, see how it goes. Like, you've just spent how much money on advertising mm-hmm. and, and styling yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And yeah. It's which cannot you know sometimes work against you if you're testing the market but then you didn't do everything that you could have to, you're not testing it properly because yeah. yeah. it could be you're different not for you. It to the fullest potential. Yeah. yeah. One so, uh, one job I was booked for the the guy was working on his own house and actually fell off the roof. And oh, oh shivers! Yeah. Okay, that's a disaster. Yeah. Okay. Stay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off your roof. Passed away. Oh really? Oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't end up photographing it, I don't think. I think they're fairly held on to it or something. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty recent. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it just, like, killed the room. <laughs> 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 oh, that's yeah, the safety. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, safety aspects, you know, you guys Huge. would know it, yeah. but do it yourselves don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well. There's a lot of things in house it's like asbestos yeah. uh, in bathrooms and kitchens and things like that and and sometimes you can get to the job and think oh yeah I've done all that and and potentially with the um you know pulling out the asbestos themselves and potentially put themselves and yes. their family and everyone else that's in the house at risk mm. actually that I did see that recently you did, you did. um yeah. it was really bad yeah. I was like you guys are pulling this out and yeah. you're just living in it like because it's yeah. it's, un, it's just you know guess you should get a builder in at least if you are going to do it yourself mm. it's worth getting a builder to come through and just consult with you so yeah. they can put you in the right direction yeah. I, I spend a lot of time consulting with people and put them in the right direction yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't necessarily need to pay for my time so to do the work yeah um and we do a lot of consulting um you know at no cost to people because we're obviously in that environment of getting people's houses ready for sale yeah. And we point them in the right direction. Yeah, make sure they're not pulling anything down that's structural. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> structural correct. wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> kind of needs to stay up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, so I think that's some great advice for everybody out there. Um, we'll now have a little break and come back with some more of Michelle and Dean Davis. Fun facts. <laughs> uh, the latest report out there by HIA is that half of all renos cost from forty thousand to two hundred thousand dollars, and while there was no overall average cost given uh, or predictions, as renovations really do vary in cost so much depending on what needs to be done. Mm. Yeah. So, it's yeah, a pretty big range though. Yeah, so, forty to two hundred is a big range. It is a big range. But you do hear like million dollar renos, and you're just like. Yeah, craziness. Mm. Uh, Hardwood floors. Did you know that hardwood floors can last for a century or even longer? Does a hardwood floor make for a wise investment in that case? Mm. Well, there'd be a lot of sanding and polishing, unless you like the the raw look over 100 years, which can look quite nice. Depends on, um, I guess it's just your personal taste too. Like if you 
you know, like it's a. Are you going to live in the house yeah, for hundred years either? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to commit yeah. to that? You know, yeah. the house and be yeah. there for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. Or Which you angels? I went to a house yesterday where they had polished concrete floors and then they decided to put timber laminate floors over the top of the polished concrete floors. Really? That's and, right, yeah. And then there was two parts in the house which still had the polished concrete, which was the entrance because yeah. they couldn't fit the uh, entrance door yeah. under the timber floors yeah. and the laundry. Floors are a little bit like paint. People just change them for what is what looks good and yeah. then what's on trend. Yeah. Um, you know, we do a lot of um, ripping up of tiles that are perfectly laid fine. right and fine for engineered flooring or hardwood flooring. So I think it's uh, more of a, a colour palette and a trending yeah. Yeah. option. Yep. Yeah, it does incorporate mm. that too, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. Those people that use a line of credit versus savings for a renovation actually spend more money on average than those who use their savings for the renovation projects. So something to be mindful of. Yeah, yeah. I could see Hopefully how that could happen. Yeah. I could Hopefully see you spend money that's not yours, it's great. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, factor for budget blowouts. The most common complaint by renovators is that everything costs more than they expected and overspending can often be the result of not recognising changes mid-project. Not recognising that changes mid-project will cost you extra. Mm. I think Late comes, changes. Yeah, mm. I agree. And it's the planning. Often people are very want to get into the renovation as fast as possible um, without the proper planning yeah. being put in place prior, um, and that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that time and time again. Yeah. Beautiful. Story one I've got here, uh, a couple recently bought a new house and the only thing that was missing was a backyard fence for the dogs. The first weekend they put in the fence post, the next weekend they hired a ute to help haul the pre-assembled panels from the store to the yard. They drove the ute into the centre of the yard to save on carrying materials and finally after a long day turned into an evening they were admiring the finished job and then looked at each other and immediately realized their mistake they had fenced in the ute something to be mindful of <laughs> <laughs> uh, second story i found for this particular couple the 3.7 meter hallway in their house that led to the dining room served no purpose so they decided to remove the wall to enlarge the living room he said he could do it over a long weekend and began to demolish the wall by bedtime it was down and the debris bagged he went to bed and awoke to a bowl-shaped floor stepping gingerly across it he ran downstairs to find that the living room ceiling had sagged 150 mil turns out he had removed a load-bearing wall, and as they raced off to get the jackets, he sheepishly told his wife that he'd need more than three days to fix it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, some horror stories <laughs> from Grant. This <laughs> is quick quiz. So, what's your favourite Melbourne restaurant? Um, oh, what's your favourite Melbourne restaurant? Oh, I'd have to say probably Rivera's. Rabira's Port, Port Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. Delicious. From the outside, an old style pub. Yeah. Inside, the best seafood in Melbourne. Awesome. Sounds good. Promise I don't have shares in the pub. Yeah. (laughs) So, what's your go to drink in the cafe? Very smoothie. Very smoothie? Yeah, very smoothie. Who's your favourite Melbourne based performer? 
The Twox. The Twox. Yep, good one. Ooh. I haven't heard of the Twox. Violin yeah. and drummer combination. Yeah, really good. Brilliant. Lots of fun. Yeah, you've seen them like in a local. We've seen them live um, and we watch them a bit on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yep. The Twox. The Twox. Yeah, really good. Talented. Give it a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Okay, not sure if you guys are into the football, but who's up for the premiership in 2020? It would be Richmond again. Would it? Being a Richmond supporter. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> What's the best fun thing to do in Melbourne? Oh, there's heaps to do. Yeah. There's heaps to do. That's hard. Um, well, I guess for Dean and I, we love food and drinks, so yeah. going to all the really cool restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of nice would restaurants. <laughs> botanical gardens. Yeah, going to the botanical gardens, walking around there. There's always something to do. Yeah, there is. Always. Name a secret place in Melbourne that's your happy find. Just out of Melbourne, Victoria. It could be It can be out in Victoria, yes. Warburton. Yeah. Warburton? Yeah, yeah, that's our happy We've place. We've got a little cabin um, up in Warburton yeah. that we go to. It's right up near the um, Yarra catchment, and it's yeah. just a, a cabin in the middle of the near on the national forest nice. um so yeah with our line of work and everyone's quite busy yeah it's just a great place to escape yeah put the fire on yeah. and um yeah, go awesome. through walks that's the happy place that's the yeah happy place. it's now not the oh. secret happy place yeah it's i was talking to somebody yesterday who went up to walkerton i think it was more mount donabuang kind of thing yeah and um he said all his mates were there and they were having um they were going for like midnight walks, half you know, drunk, and mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, it's too creepy up here. <laughs> <laughs> midnight walks, half drunk and midnight walks. It's very <laughs> mystical up there. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Really yeah. yeah. Um, what's the most luxurious thing you've ever seen in a house? You go. I, think, I think the Roman bath. Yeah. In the top of the converted church on Fitzroy Street. Yeah. Um, just there near the Elephant Wheelbarrow. Oh, I think yeah, it's Princess yeah, yeah. Street and Fitzroy Street. Yeah. Um, we built <laughs> a Roman bath in the top of the steeple there on wow. the second level. That was pretty pretty awesome. Full on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah that's a good one. Pad. The bachelor pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what was the last concert you went to? Uh, that wasn't that long ago. Paul Kelly. Oh. Yeah, Paul Kelly. Yeah, yeah um, how sure. to make gravy. Gra- gravy. Yeah, yeah, just that was a great day. Sydney Mind Music Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Front row. I did that a couple of years ago. That was yeah. really good. Job. Yeah, lots yeah. of fun. Snuck down there. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Who was your support act? Um, he, he brought a lot of local. Um, there was artists yeah, on. there was quite oh, yeah. a few. Even whilst he was singing. Oh, there was a Marlon. Uh, what was his name? No, I can't it's remember. Okay. We had Gang of Youths, and I thought, oh my god, that's just. <laughs> you know, there was about three or four, four yeah. different people that he had. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, cool. Uh, how old were you when you bought your first home? I was 21. Mm. Yeah, when I you brought a little that. apartment that yeah. was in Blessington. And then um, I think collectively we brought when we were probably 29, 28. 28, 28. You're 29, I'm 28, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So, yeah, still in the 20s. Grant here, he's still a, he's a late bloomer. He's I'm a late bloomer. Yeah, mid, what, mid-30s? Yeah, I went, I, I th- I'm 38. Yeah, no, but mid-30s when you bought your first house. Yeah, 37, I suppose. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, but it's I went so travelling instead. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah. I, I don't regret that, but at the same time, I would have de- definitely been 
the 21 year old buying mm. that's kind of my mentality but yeah i just didn't but there's a lot of pressure on, on people thinking you know to buy like it's not often you know traveling life experiences yeah. like looking back when i purchased i was just in the right position at the right time yeah. with a really good um i didn't i was an apprentice electrician at yeah. the time um on a, on a good um kind of union site paid well yeah. and i did it so i guess people that aren't haven't bought, yeah. shouldn't feel that pressure. No. People are in a position they can. Yeah. yeah. If, if anyone hasn't, yeah, like what I would say is it can quit like two years after buying and you're already in a pretty good position, I reckon. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's like yeah. the market's gone up in that time of yeah. years, but, you know. And the last question, what's the best the What's the so. best town in Victoria to go visit for a weekend? Besides Warburton, we've already done Warburton. Mm. Go do something. Port Ferry. Port Ferry. Yeah, Port Ferry. Port Ferry. Nice also Red Hill. Yeah, Red yeah, Hill. Red Hill. Yeah, Red Hill's yeah. beautiful. Mm. Port Ferry, I, we went up there recently mm. um, in a Winnebago and did a, a tour over to Adelaide. And oh, nice. we were in Port Ferry and we we're looking at each corner and, and, and like the pubs and it's like every it's angle cool. was a postcard. Yeah. Like mm. it's just pretty. a beautiful yeah. town. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty town. I haven't been there for... 30 years <laughs> it's worth going yeah that's it for the questions okay Dean do you have any specials you'd like to offer our listeners at the moment yeah uh, currently during these special circumstances we're offering extended hire times yeah uh, with no additional costs uh, you'd need to get in contact with us um, so we could discuss these further with you Sounds pretty good. Like it is pretty trying times at the moment. And I think a lot of people are looking at how they can extend their, their period. They know that it's not going to be a four week campaign. It's going to be a bit longer. So it's always good to know that we've got our suppliers on our side. So, you know, Dean, how can we contact you? You can get in contact with us uh, online on www.mcoproperty.com.au. Uh, on our website, we have the contact pages with our phone numbers and get in touch. Mm-hmm. Or you can go through our Instagram. Uh, our good Instagram page comes up as MCO Property. Awesome. So everyone who is looking to sell at the moment, get in touch with MCO Property to get some really awesome styling going for a longer period. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, we'll post that on Facebook as well. And, yeah. And, uh, and the show notes and all that kind of yeah. thing. And, yeah. Cool. Get thank people you. interested. All good. Thank you very okay. much. Okay, so we'd like to thank Sean Dean Davis from Enco Property for helping us understand the processes of getting your home ready for sale. We hope to have you on again soon. We'd thank love you. to become. Thank you for having us. That's okay. All good. So next week we are talking about the new pool and spa regulations that come into effect on June 1st, 2020. If you have a pool or spa or thinking of getting one, it's an episode you can't miss. Good stuff. Real Estate Right is a real copyright and We Shoot Buildings production. We would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Audio Stock for sound effects, and Premium Beat for our theme music. You can contact MCO on www.mcopropety.com.au. That's www.mcoproperty.com.au. Or call them on 9555 7485. That's 9555 7485. Don't forget to like Real Estate Right on Facebook, Instagram, or subscribe on your favourite podcast service. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.